Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. It's the first day of school here in Montgomery County, and teachers are ready to tackle learning loss. I'm Luke Luger. Masks have to be on for kids going back to school in Prince George's County today. I'm Shana Stulen. The Washington Commander's rookie running back has been shot in the leg in an attempted robbery. I'm Dick Yoliano. Good morning and welcome in. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. NASA may have to delay today's launch of the Artemis 1 moon rocket after a couple of problems cropped up on the launch pad in Florida. Correspondent Peter King is at Kennedy Space Center. Engineers have to properly condition the engines for flight by bleeding super cold fuel into them. They have to be within a certain temperature range to work safely. It's called conditioning. And while three of the four engines are fine, the so-called engine bleed did not work on the fourth. And engineers have been troubleshooting the problem. NASA has until 1033 this morning to launch. The next possible opportunity after that would be Friday. Engineers hope it isn't serious enough to roll back the big rocket the vehicle assembly building. The eventual hope is to get astronauts back to the moon in a few years. Terror at a supermarket in Bend, Oregon last night. Police Chief Mike Krantz says a gunman opened fire and killed two people before he died. They found the apparent shooter dead inside Safeway, where they found an AR-15 style rifle and a shotgun in close proximity to the shooter. He says police officers did not fire their guns. More than a thousand people have died in massive flooding in Pakistan. Almost a million homes have been washed away. Chris Kay is director of the World Food Program there. Bridges have been washed away, roads have been washed away, and uh, we've got villages who are camping out on embanked roads, which uh, we ourselves are struggling to access. There are new fears of flooding in the U.S. South. Correspondent Carter Evans. Urgent warnings as the Pearl River near Jackson, Mississippi, begins to overflow. Persistent rain this past week caused the river to rise, and now at least 100 homes could face flooding. We went through the flood in 2020. Never thought it would happen this quick. Parents in Columbus, Ohio are relieved. Kids will be going back to classrooms and teachers will be there too, a day after they voted to end their strike. It is a weight off my shoulders, but I'm happy that they will be in front of an educator that cares about them and they can start the school year off right. Teachers agreed to a new contract that includes four-year pay raises and smaller class sizes. History made at MTV's Music Video Awards. Brown became the first male country artist to perform, and that was the only groundbreaker. CBS Entertainment reporter Dana Cortez. Dove Cameron took home a moon man as she actually looked shocked by her win. <laughs> Dove dedicated her moment to queer kids who helped her get her LGBTQ anthem onto mainstream radio. Taylor Swift won the night's top prize and announced a new album drop on October 21st. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's 8.03 now on your Monday morning. It's the 29th of August. Sunny and hot today. We'll have some high humidity, too, and a high in the low 90s. Good morning to you. I'm Joan Jones. And I'm Bruce Allen. Here are the top local stories we're following for you this hour. 
Hundreds of thousands of kids are back in class in the region this morning. A sure sign summer's over. It's the first day of school in Montgomery County, where public school system teaches about 160,000 students. In neighboring Prince George's County, 131,000 students are beginning their school year. It's also the first day of class in Baltimore, Charles, and Howard counties, and in Baltimore City. Some students are also starting class in Anne Arundel County, too. School buses are back on the road, too, in Arlington and Falls Church today. And in the district, just over 50,000 kids are back in school this morning. The D.C. public school system is the only one in this area that's requiring some students to get a coronavirus vaccine. One focus of the new school year in Montgomery County is attacking pandemic learning loss. WTOP's Luke Lukert begins our team coverage from Rockville. Superintendent Monifa McKnight says being 99% staffed up will help. They're also going to rely on staff development teachers. That staff development teacher is going to work with the teaching staff to ensure that we are looking at the progression of learning for our students and building their capacity to do so. And there will be a focus on literacy for younger students. In all of our elementary schools, we invested in uh, making sure there was a full-time reading specialist, making sure that we were focusing on the literacy needs. And all Montgomery County hired around a thousand new teachers over the summer. Today, they'll also open the brand new Harriet Tubman Elementary in Gaithersburg. Luke Luker, WTOP News. In Prince George's County, there are some important COVID requirements in place for students. We get that from WTOP Shana Estulin in Adelphi. Here in Prince George's County, the school district is welcoming back 131,000 kids today, and everyone, staff too, will have to be wearing masks on indoors about a month after they transition to a mask optional policy. Uh, the school system says it's subject to change again. They're not, however, requiring kids to get COVID vaccines or submit a negative test like neighboring D.C. And while the goal is to make everything smooth for kids on this first day back, there's some drama behind the scenes. There's been a concerted effort to force six progressive members of the school board out. Separately, the state is trying to remove the head of the board, Juanita Miller, but she's appealing. In Adelphi, Shana Stewin, WTOP News. Well, he was just beginning his professional football career and big things were expected of him. But instead, the Washington Commander's rookie Brian Robinson is in a hospital recovering after being shot during an attempted robbery. The 23-year-old running back suffered non-life-threatening injuries in what multiple police sources say was attempted robbery around 10th and 8th Streets Northeast around 5.30 Sunday afternoon. Sources say Robinson was shot in the leg. D.C. police say they recovered a gun near the scene of the armed robbery and began a search for two suspects who left the scene of the shooting. Robinson is a draft pick from the University of Alabama and was expected to start for the Commanders this season. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Callers have been threatening and harassing some doctors at Children's National Hospital in the district. We've learned that the threats began after a conservative group secretly recorded phone calls with some hospital employees. The creator of the conservative Twitter account Libs of TikTok made a call to Children's claiming to be a mom of a transgender 16-year-old boy who wanted a gender-affirming hysterectomy. During the call, one of the call takers allegedly claimed that they've seen kids younger than the child's age undergo the surgery. The hospital responded to the Washington Post by saying the employees offered inaccurate information and that it does not offer the procedure to anyone under 18 years old. In a statement, it also says none of the people who were secretly recorded by the activist group delivers care to its patients. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, the local school system that's budgeted $40 million for tutoring. It's 8.07. Here's a highlight from Bill Wright, the Senior Director for North American Government Affairs at Splunk on the Zero Trust Cyber Exchange presented by Kerasoft. Whatever threats we face, data will really be the 
primary source for countering it. So the key is finding the right data, having the tools to understand what that data is in fact trying to tell you, and then having the ability to act on it quickly and act on it confidently. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Zero Trust Cyber Exchange. Technology advances like cloud, mobile, and microservices are transformed.